Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Low Watt Living Podcast, the podcast for anyone who wants to live a little more energy independent. I'm your host, Harlan Meeks, and this is episode 10. Now, episode 10, wow, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to uh, double digits. This was just something I started because I wanted to uh, give people some of the information and that that I've learned on power backup systems, to be honest. Uh, battery-operated systems with solar and, and, and wind turbines and that sort of thing. Because that you know that's my passion is the uh, the whole backup power system like that, and through the last uh, nine episodes, uh, I think the actually uh, eight episodes, I've been talking about uh, turning a shed, one of the newer style sheds that you see at Menards, Lowe's, Home Depot, into a tiny home, and uh, how easy that would be. Especially if you um, use the the backup power systems and the wind and the solar, the water catchment, the solar hot water heating, all, all the stuff, uh, you could uh, basically be off the grid. And these sheds, for the most part, are around uh, 3,200, 3,300, around that area. For a, you know, all four walls, your roof, your shingles, your floor, your um, a loft, a window, a skylight, a window box, the doors, and usually a countertop as well. Um, I did do a video on this, and what you're going to hear next is a lot lower quality audio than what you're used to from me. Because I'm going to play the video and um, and hopefully the audio will come through on that. Uh, then after that I'll be back and we'll just keep chatting. You can see here, this is a shed at my local Lowe's department store. I asked the manager if I could take some pictures and some video. Just to show you guys uh, some of the things you can do to make a shed into a tiny house. It's something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. Uh, and it's nice to have the option in case things get really bad for myself, my family. You know, if, if things actually get super bad, um, base price 2839 with the options that are in there, it's $3,504. Some of the options this one includes, sorry about the echo, uh, some shelving here and down here. Also has a skylight and a nice loft up there. Uh, options probably include the windows and the window boxes there. Uh, you know, you think about it, if you would insulate this, this is nothing but an attic. Look, look at the vent up there. I mean, obviously these are two by fours and that's not what they normally use, but uh, for attic construction, to the best of my knowledge, I mean, it's not super sturdy, but if you had to, you could insulate this 
you know, insulate that with the uh, foam or the spray foam or the solid foam. You can drywall this up. I mean, if you really wanted to, if you're really hard up, you could drywall this up. You could make a nice little hunting cabin, if nothing else. This would be better than any hunting cabin I've been to. Different types of shingles you can get. Huh. It's actually kind of nice. Some of the options. Let's take a look at a couple of the other ones. Here's another one I don't mind. This, this one's kind of nice. This one has uh, one window in it. No skylight. Nice little loft up there. Nice long bench. That would probably be a kitchen area. Yeah. The one I like, uh, one I prefer is this one here. It's more like a barn style. You go in here, the reason I like this one. It's got a window in the back. It's got a long counter there. And the whole top here is a loft. So if I can get you up there. That whole top there is a loft. Skylight. Anyway, just, just something I had in mind that I've been thinking about on and off the last couple years. So, take it easy, guys. All right, everybody. I hope you were able to hear the audio of that video. I'm still kind of new at adjusting the system on uh, uh, the, the audio aspect of everything. Now, what I want to do now is I want to tell you a little story about how I envision one of these tiny house slash sheds uh, working with the solar panels, wind system, you know, all the stuff I've talked about. Okay, imagine you're at work all day and you come home and you're a little tired, but you pull into your driveway and you pull up to your little tiny house, uh, your shed conversion. You get out of the car, you walk over to the side of the house and you see, you look at your uh, little power, outdoor power display. And it says you're, uh, you know, it's nice and sunny out. And it shows that your solar panels are really cranking in some power from the sun. You look up over over your house and you, you see the windmill. It's just, it's not really turning very much. It's just really lazy. You look back at the power block and it says that, you know, your wind turbine's not hardly really producing anything. So you walk over to your mulberry tree because, you know, I like mulberries. Pick a few mulberries, throw them in your mouth. You walk to the back of the house. There's your water catchment and your uh, 55-gallon drums. Your, you have two of them or four of them or you have a tote. Let's say you have two 55-gallon drums. You look at your drums and they're about halfway full. So basically you have 55 gallons because if you have a half of two 55-gallon drums, you have a full uh, drum, obviously. So you keep walking around, you walk behind your house, and you grab an apple off the apple tree, and you start eating your apple. You walk to the side of the house, and just then a little gust of wind picks up and uh, blows right in your face. You look up at your wind turbine, your wind turbine's starting to spin. And you look over your shoulder, and there's some clouds coming in, some darker clouds, not too menacing, but some darker clouds. 
So you walk around the house, you look at your solar hot water heater, and you look at the temperature, and it reads uh, 140. And you're like, well, that's pretty good. You know, clouds are coming in. I should probably go in and fill up the, the small sink I have to, you know, in order to wash the dishes that I left a few, you know, a few dishes in the sink last night. So you walk into the house, and the wind's starting to gust up pretty good now. And you look back over your shoulder, and that wind turbine's really kicking. You walk in the house, and you walk up to your battery bank system. You look at the power gauge there, which is almost like the power gauge outside. And th- this time it shows that the solar panels really aren't really producing much because of the cloud cover. But your wind turbine is really cranking in the app, amps, really, you know, charging your system uh then all of a sudden you hear you hear little just you know, some rain you know you you hear a sprinkle then actually a pretty good rainfall so you you say to yourself well i better go go ahead and fill up that sink so you walk over to the sink turn on your uh solar hot water nozzle and really hot water comes out and you're like whoa this is pretty hot so you know you do start doing your dishes there and you uh sitting there doing your dishes and the rain's just really coming down you can hear the 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 rain coming off your uh gutters and going into your rain catchment and you kind of smile to yourself because you know your your barrels are definitely going to be full you know the next next thing you would do you know you want you want to check out you know how bad is this weather going to get so you walk over Sit down on your tiny little futon or couch or whatever you have there, you know, stool, if nothing else. And you turn on your little projector, your little tiny LED projector that you have hooked to the to your uh, your laptop. You uh, project a, a, a little video or a big video on one of your walls, one of your white walls. It's about, you know, a 60-inch television almost. That's how much this thing projects. And it runs on battery, so it's, you know, rechargeable, very low wattage. Uh, I think about uh, 5 watts. So, you know, you go online, you're searching with your computer on your lap, and it's projecting this big, big screen. And you look at the weather, you know, National Weather Service, and uh, looks like a lot of rain. It's all green. You know, it looks like a lot of rain, but nothing super severe. Severe, So you're like, oh, that's great. So you get on the Netflix and you bring up your favorite show and start watching Netflix. And your little projector's projecting it on the wall. You got a huge screen now. You watch a few movies, you know, or a couple TV shows. You know, you make sure you go do your dishes. Uh, you can hear the rain starting to slow down a little bit. And you walk up to your your battery bank system and you look at the gauge and the wind turbine's slowing down a little bit and cloud cover's going away. So your solar starts picking up again. And, uh, because you know, if you don't have sun, it's usually either it's nighttime, of course, or you have clouds and, you know, usually with clouds comes this, this thing called storms and winds. So if your solar panels aren't charging, usually your wind turbine's going. So, you know, you go ahead and peek outside and or look through your window by your sink. And, you know, it's, it stopped raining, but it's still a little cloudy. So you decide to go outside, walk around your little place. You walk uh, next to the little woods that you have there, you know, because you have like four or five acres. Walk by there, pick a couple of raspberries because you have some raspberry bushes because they like to grow on the edge of forest, you know. 
And you just look around and uh, you sigh and you're like, well, how can it get any better than this? You know, th- th- that's the type of thing that I've been trying to show you. You know, you, you add all these things together, and I know I've said this over and over again, but you add all these little tiny components components together, and they make a huge, awesome thing, you know? Uh, the solar hot water, the, the, the wind turbine, the solar panels, the water catchment, the, you know, growing your own fruit, you know? You could even, you know, grow your own vegetables, you know, all this stuff. It's, it, it, I'll tell you what, if I, if I personally, I love my family and I love my kids, but if I didn't have a family or kids, this is how I would be living. This is exactly how I would be living. It's a little impractical at this point, but you know, I think I might eventually do this and obviously it wouldn't be my normal residence, but I would use this as a little getaway, you know? You buy the land, you buy the little house, you take your time putting the solar panels, wind turbine. You know, you take your time doing all this stuff. If nothing else, you, you do it at the the house you're in now. You know, make these little gizmos and gadgets, put these things together. So if, if you ever do get the tiny house, you can slap them together. You know exactly how they work because you've been using them for a few years. Throw them up there, you know, and you're ready to go. And... What I've been trying to uh, tell my wife, she's she's coming around pretty good. Um, she's, you know, a very smart person. And, and she's a little more logical than I am, to, you know, kind of uh, funny about that. I mean, like any woman, she has her emotional side. But for a woman, she's pretty logical. So I can usually sit down and have a really awesome conversation with her, which I haven't been able to do with some of my previous relationships anyway so you know you know i'm I'm trying to let her know and and make her understand that if we would do something like this and instead of like going on a main vacation you let's go to florida we live in northeast indiana by the way let's go to florida let's go to texas let's go to wherever Let's spend tons and tons of money on thousands of dollars on, you know, a vacation. You know, every couple of weeks or once a month or once every two months, I, I wouldn't. I would rather not make it that that much time in between. But uh, we could go on a mini vacation. Go up there to the little little house. You know, it's like camping. You know, but we have but have some of the amenities, the amenities that she likes and the kids like. You know, and I can have my own little space. I can, you know, we, we can grow a garden. Uh, the garden would be a little more difficult, if obviously, if you are not there very often. But you could do uh, perennials, you know, and they would keep coming back, seeding themselves. But the trees, you know, I've, I've talked about that before, too. It's great. You know, plant them. And as soon as they really establish themselves, let them go. You know, all you got to do is prune them once a year once or, or twice a year, you know, depending on what the tree is. And go up there, if nothing else, go up there and times those things are fruiting, you know, because you, you have the raspberries, which are on now, and it's uh, mid-July, mid to late July. And those are actually kind of drying up a little bit. But uh, your mulberries, and those are dry, some of those are drying up too. You know, you got your apples, 
your pears, your, you know, all, all that stuff. You know, it's, it's great. You know, 4th of July, get away. If you have, you know, five or six to eight acres, imagine the fireworks display you could shoot off out there. As long as you don't live in a really dry area, imagine it'd be great. And who would bother you? Nobody. But, you know, this is the type of thing that, imagine the power going out, you know, we had a few, we've had a few instances, we've lived here about 10 years, almost a decade, and we've had at least three, yeah, about three times we've had uh, week-long power outages. And if we had a place like this to go to, we could go there and do our normal thing, you know, you'd have your internet, you'd have power you'd you know you'd have heat you'd have all this stuff you know and it need be throw in a little window air conditioner the really tiny ones take compared to the large ones the big whole house systems they take almost nothing and with your wind turbine your solar panels and all this stuff you have plenty as long as you insulate these these sheds or whatever you want to call i'm going to call them sheds because that's just what they are and until you make them into a tiny house, I'm going to call it a shed. So if you insulate these shells, these sheds, shells, if you insulate these sheds, sorry, you know, decently, you can just turn on the air conditioner every once in a while, run it. And as long as you're not in and out of the, of the shed, man, this thing, this thing will stay warm or cold, however you want it. But you know, that, that's basically where I've been going with this podcast so far. I'm going to have to stop and think probably for a few days on where I want to go next. Uh, the other people that podcast make it, you know, look very easy on coming up with ideas. And sure, yeah, I can come up with a lot of ideas. But putting them down in my head to, you know, to speak onto a... I use GarageBand personally. Speak on to GarageBand and, and let you guys know about it. It's a little more difficult than just having an idea. Having a, a idea, I, mean, I have ideas all the time, but you know, to uh, to put them into words, you know, I, I could do it in thirty seconds. That's not very good for a podcast. But anyway, that's uh, podcast number ten. I hope you enjoyed it. It's, I've been wanting to do this one for a while now. And I'm going to try to uh, post my podcast every Wednesday now. I'm also going to try to get on iTunes somehow and put them up there. Um, I'll do what I can. You know, I need to find a hosting. And I have the, I have a site. I have lowattliving.com. You know, I, I've, I bought it for two years. I just need to host it, come up with the money to host it, and come up with the money to host a, the media aspect of the podcast. But right now, things are a little tight, as they are with everyone else, I'm sure. But that's uh, where I'm heading. Oh, and I do have a email address now if you want to contact me. You can contact me on Facebook as well, Lowat Living on Facebook, Lowat Living on YouTube. Uh, if you want to contact me through Facebook, that would be just fine. I, I enjoy the way Facebook is set up for uh, contacting people. But my email, for all of you guys and gals, girls, whatever, uh, even you kids, whatever, is 
lowwattliving at gmail.com. That's lowwattliving at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me for sure. Uh, I mean, if you get a hold of me on Facebook, that's pretty good too. Uh, I don't really have a lot of likes there on Facebook yet, uh, so run over there and click like. It does help me out. Uh, I haven't had any feedback on any of these podcasts yet. And, well, I take that back. My sister likes it. Other than that, I really haven't had any feedback on these podcasts. And it's getting a little demoralizing. So, I mean, I'm going to do it with whether somebody listens to it or not because that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it for something for my children to have of me after I'm gone and to have some some of my knowledge carry on to them. You know, both of my parents are gone and, you know, once they're gone, you're like, uh, I wish I could have asked them some questions and I wish they were here. But, you know, I mean, YouTube only has so much information. And, uh, well, that's basically why I'm doing this. Plus, it's my passion. The backup battery systems, like I said before, is my passion. And I want to help you guys, you know. I want to help you guys not have to go through all the turmoil I've gone through in getting these systems up. Uh, not buying that crappy Harbor Freight system. I mean, if you have it, it's fine. It's, it's fine. That's how I learned, you know. I can't put it down too much, I guess. That, that's how I learned solar panel systems. But... You'd be better off going going to get a getting a hundred watt solar panel system off of eBay for one hundred forty nine dollars, and then go to Harbor Freight and get their uh, SunForce thirty amp charger charge controller, and that that would be the way to go. Then just buy some batteries, you know, deep cycle batteries. You'd be way ahead of what you'd buy what you'd get from Harbor Freight. Anyway, that's podcast ten. Uh, everybody, I hope uh, hope you liked it. I really enjoy doing it. And uh, until next time, keep low out living. Mm-hmm.